We have a very special guest today in Dee Dee Richards here on the program to discuss the WNBA's league marketing agreements. As you know, we had Nafisa Collier on the program yesterday, but our conversation with Dee Dee is a little different. But overall, we're going to be asking her some similar questions. What are league marketing agreements? How can they grow? How can they change? And most importantly, we're going to be talking about how she so far has benefited from them. The Locked On Women's Basketball podcast starts right now. Ogumba Wallet for the win. You are Locked On Women's Basketball. Your daily podcast on women's basketball. Hello and welcome. You are locked on women's basketball. I am Jackie Powell. I'm one of your Friday hosts this fall and now actually as we're getting into the winter months this winter. I cover the New York Liberty here at The Next. I help with our social media strategy and I've covered women's basketball nationally at Bleacher Report, Sports Illustrated, WSLAM, and most recently Harper's Bazaar and also many other places. So thank you for making Locked On Women's Basketball your first listen every day. And remember, Locked On Women's Basketball is brought to you by everyone at The Next, a place where we cover women's basketball all the time. Stories that need to be told every day. Also, if you subscribe to us, you can get 50% off our partner site, the Equalizer, which covers women's soccer every day. Also, Locked On Women's Basketball is free and available on all platforms, including YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and many more. Today's show is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. And now, without further ado, I want to bring you all to my conversation with Dee Dee Richards. It was an absolutely fascinating discussion. We talked about her decision to take on a league marketing agreement in addition to a team marketing agreement with the New York Liberty. We talked about what her daily life looks like in the off season being under both agreements. And then we talked about how this program has benefited her and how she has her own sports talk show on Amazon Prime. So we talk about how that came to be as well. And there's some other fun surprises in there as well, where Dee Dee uses a, a metaphor from the world of Greek and Roman classics. That's how I'll tease it. So anyway, without further ado, here's my conversation with New York Liberty Guard, Dee Dee Richards. And we want to welcome to the show, uh, the New York Liberty's own Dee Dee Richards. 
Didi, thank you so much uh, for being on with us today. This is our second podcast in a row focused on player marketing agreements. Mm-hmm. Yesterday, we spoke to Nafisa Collier. And so today, it was, it was very exciting. Baby <laughs> Mila made an appearance as well. I'm jealous. Yeah. <laughs> And so, but today with Didi, we're going to talk about, obviously, her decision to be involved in the player marketing agreements, what it's sort of like when it comes to the league player marketing agreements versus the team one. And we're going to talk about sort of how these programs uh, can evolve and what she would like it to grow to. Um, So... Let's start here. What exactly are these agreements and and how does the league one that you're on right now differ from the New York one that I believe you did last year, but you're also doing this year as well? Right, right. Um, Like in so many words, I think league marketing is just like a joint, a joint relationship. Like we're just in a joint situation where we are both like growing off of each other. I'm able to build my brand through them and they're able to build and get some community outreach through me. Um, And it's like, yes, like you said, I am with league marketing and New York this year. So my schedule is crazy to say the least. But last year and even this year, New York is like, they're really like cognizant of me and my time, my mental health. So they do a lot of like letting me kind of choose what I want to do or like they'll send me a list of things and I can kind of pick what I want to do and what I don't want to do. Um, and the WNBA same way and they, they give me a lot of freedom, but it's like, it's more things like, and it's more traveling with the WNBA or I have like, I'm doing different things everywhere that they're trying to kind of figure out. So, I mean, I, I'm excited to do it. It's just sometimes that it could be a lot. <laughs> Oh, for sure. For sure. And I mean, it's, it, this is still in year two. It's, you're trying to figure this out. They're trying to figure this out. Mm -hmm. Um, When the idea was, I guess, introduced to everyone, obviously on paper, it's like, yeah, like this is a fabulous idea. But then when you put it into practice, it's like, well, you know, you have to work out the the kinks. And so- Mm -hmm. I'm curious also about how the the league and I guess the Liberty have curated this program to your interests. When mm-hmm. I spoke to Fee yesterday, she talked about how she, through this thing, she's got to connect with different authors of books that she loves. Mm-hmm. And so I thought that was really cool. So how has this sort of um, intersected with who you are? Right. Um, I think, well, I didn't even know that about fees. So I think the league tip that I had off to them, like for making stuff, making us feel comfortable and not making us kind of get out of our comfort zone. Cause mine, I would say I've done a lot dealing with fashion for the most part. Um, like yesterday I did Dick Sporting Goods and I got to go shopping with a lot of little kids, which I love. I love anything dealing with children. So like that was what straight up my alley when they offered me that. I'm like, Oh, absolutely. I'll go shop with some kids. It's two of my favorite things. So um, they do a really good job at like giving me options. So I'm sure they do that with everybody and like everybody picks what they like to do. Right, right. And so um, Fee talked about Fashion Week, which mm-hmm. were, remind me, were you there for, mm-hmm. for 
Okay. So what, I'm curious about that. What was that experience like and what type of impact do you think it has on the league? I think it, it branches us out. I think it makes so much sense for the WNBA to be involved in like pop culture and like culture, you know? So whenever we were able to branch out and do things like fashion week, I was able to walk in there do, and they, they had, they made that happen for me. So at the end of the day, like I said, it's able to grow my brand ultimately, which is amazing because I mean, it was my first time watching Walking Fashion Week once and two, it was it's been a dream of mine. So I've been able to cross things off my list dealing with the league marketing. So it's been um, a pleasure for me, honestly. And so also speaking of Fee, what, what's really fascinating to me is when she and I spoke, she talked about how you had like a media day. You had like an off-season media day where you took pictures and things. So I guess what I want to know is how that was, but also how have you gotten to know maybe other players that you didn't know before? And and how has sort of that bonding been? So I feel like the only time we've been able to kind of be around the – like the first time I found out there was other players was – and media day like I knew there was other players but I found out who the players were on media day and ever since then you know you don't really you don't really come across them often because we're all in different realms Mm -hmm. like in different worlds fee is connecting with different authors I'm connecting with fashion like we're just in different kind of spaces um but the media day definitely gave me the opportunity to get to know a bit more about Diamond the Shields a bit more about Izzy and um Erica. so I enjoyed it. I enjoyed seeing them. And then who doesn't enjoy taking pictures and get dressed? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, that's right up your alley, obviously. Um, so but before we we take a beat and, and change directions, you talked about how when you have both of these commitments, the League and the Liberty, mm-hmm. your schedule becomes a little bit more packed. What does a typical day look like? Like when I saw you yesterday um, shopping with the kids, you said, oh, well, I did this hot yoga thing. So what does a typical day in the life of a player on two marketing uh, deals look like? Luckily, I think I'm well-groomed and I'm very intact with myself and my mental. So I know that what I can handle and what I can't. So I will never have a crazy day. I think I limit myself to like maybe one engagement like per day. So like you said yesterday, yesterday was I woke up. Okay, wait. So yes, I wake up at like 5 a.m. And then I go to Bonjour Sports Talk my prime video job that I have (laughs) so then I go and I am on there from 8 to 10 and then I have hot yoga right after it's like a 15 minute drive in New York for two miles makes no sense um and I get there I do that for 45 minutes and I'm super duper sore thank you for bringing it up and then after that I came home I clean up it's normally around like two three maybe I clean up and then I go lift and I go work out um, at like 2.33 or something. And then after that, I go and take a quick nap. And then I got picked up to go to the Dick Sporting Goods event. So my day is like, it's like bam, 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 bam. Like I'm on a tight schedule. Any wrong movement can ruin my entire day because I'm really precise when it comes to time. So mm-hmm. any wrong movement and the fact that I book my days like by the hour 
sets me up to be an angry person. I just want to let you know that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, anyway, that, that is fascinating to know the, the hour by hour (laughs) of, and how that changes for a WNBA player because we know you guys are really busy during the regular season. Mm-hmm. And so just to sort of contrast that with what it looks like during the off season and sort of this evolution of what this will look like for WNBA players as, as the league moves away from players being overseas mm-hmm. for many months. So that's a, that's a fascinating contrast. Um, it's very different. Yeah. I, I would sort of say it's, it's exciting too. Like even last year, the growth from last year to this year, the more players that are staying or the more players that left later or coming back earlier, it's exciting to see that a lot of players are coming back earlier to play in AU or they leave late to give their bodies some rest. So it's, it's, it's exciting to see that as a unit and as a community, we're growing and we're able to make decisions like that. Like the, I think back in the day, those are harder decisions to make. You almost was frowned upon if you didn't go overseas. And now we're able to be our own people and be individuals. And that's who we are at the end of the day. I love that. Is there a way that I could have projected that Alyssa Thomas would finish the WNBA finals with two straight triple doubles? The answer to that question, of course, is a resounding yes. And that answer is via prize picks, of course. With prize picks and with the college season approaching, you can pick two to five players And if they score more or less than their prize picks projection, you can win up to 10 times your money on any entry. Also, so does Caitlin Clark rack up a triple-double? What about Haley Jones? With prize picks, you don't compete against others, but it's just you against the other projections that are available. Prize Picks offers projections of any sport that you watch. This includes the NBA, NFL, MLB, NHL, PGA, college football, men's college basketball, women's college basketball, soccer, the WNBA, esports, NASCAR, tennis, MMA, boxing, disc golf, Euro basketball, which I think means Euro League, cricket, and more. It just takes a minute to make an entry, and that's easy. Download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com to sign up and play daily fantasy sports. First-time users can receive a 100% instant deposit matchup to $100 with promo code LOCKDOWN. If you deposit $100, prize picks will give you $100. If you deposit $50, prize picks will give you $50. Don't forget to enter promo code LOCKDOWN at the sign-up for an instant deposit matchup to $100. But before now... We, but before we return to our program <laughs> with Dee Dee Richards, I just want to remind you all of the risks of driving drunk or under the influence. The results can be tragic, traumatic, and often deadly. What are the odds you'll get pulled over anyway? And even so, what's the worst that could happen? Your insurance goes up. You lose your license, you lose your job, you total your car, or you kill someone. However, that still doesn't stop everyone from getting behind the wheel while under the influence. 
That's why police officers are out there right now looking for impaired drivers on our roads to save lives. So if you think you're okay to drive after a few drinks, please think again. Please play it safe and plan ahead to get a ride. It only takes one mistake to change your life or someone else's forever. So please, just a reminder to get a ride or drive sober. Now back to the program and our chat with Dee Dee Richards. Learned about yourself than doing this. Um, it's so funny you say that. Like I said, I'm very like in tune with my emotions and my feelings and everything. And it's, I, when I do different things, I do reflect and I do like think like, did I like this or do I not like this? And like, I can honestly say like, I enjoy Bonjour Sports Talk almost as much as I do like getting up to go work out and like getting up to go do things. So I think I found like a new like love for that kind of thing. But it came about as the weirdest thing. I, last year I was at a, um, an event with Mick and it was a top shot event. It was in top, the top flight or flight 50, whatever the gym is called that Carmelo owns here. It was there. And mm-hmm. I was there with Mick and this guy was Ben Lyons. He comes up to me. I didn't know him at the time. He introduced himself to me and he's like, we're going to do like a Amazon prime wants to do a sports talk show. Like, and I want you to be my co-host. And I'm like, okay. Like everybody says crazy things all the time. I'm like, okay, well, if, I'm gonna give you my PR person's number and like whenever it comes about, just text me. And he's like, okay, I didn't take him seriously. I did not. And like last month, I get a text from my marketing team. And they're like, Amazon Prime has a sports show. And I'm like, no, they don't. They're like, this is the first show that they're ever putting on and they want you to be a co host. And I'm like, in real life? Like, that's a real thing. So I, it's just about, you know, being able to put yourself in rooms. And I think the WNBA does that. Like, you push you in rooms for different opportunities. And that's what I was able to uh, come across, actually. So it's just about being lucky and also being around people that kind of just see who you are as a person and they just gravitate towards you. That's an amazing story. <laughs> it's the weirdest thing. I don't know how it happened. And it's like, it really, like, happened. And I was like, what are the odds that that happened to me? But, yeah, I'm here. <laughs> And just to clarify for our listeners, if you don't know who Didi is referring to, she's referring to Michaela Onyenwede, one mm-hmm. of her closest friends and teammates on the New York Absolutely. Liberty. They are like two peas in a pod. Um, but it's it's interesting hearing that story because I asked uh, the commissioner, Kathy Engelbert, to sort of explain what the goal is from the mm-hmm. side of this program. And what she said sounded pretty close to exactly what you said. In like that. just putting us in the room for the opportunity. Absolutely. Yep. And so that, I mean, I think I heard that Skylar Diggins-Smith won an Emmy for her broadcasting. So it's... Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I love uh, that. I do. I mean, it's just, it's growing not only the the visibility of the league but it's as we were saying before it's growing the pop cultural footprint of the w mm-hmm. which is something that is starting to really exponentially grow and mm-hmm. it's something that i think maybe was lost in the sauce i don't know maybe five to seven years ago Absolutely. i mean, Going on a short tangent here, when I saw the documentary um, about the Liberty, 
um, unfinished business. Mm-hmm. And there was this, this storyline about Joan Jett, right? And I said to the person next to me, I said, well, wait a minute, where are the Joan Jets? And, and that person's like, Jackie, what are you talking about? <laughs> what I mean is, where are those celebrities? Where are those influential people that are coming to WNBA games that are creating those intersections. And so Mm -hmm. I feel like right now it's player led and you all are sort of getting back on the roller coaster to sort of bring it back. Does any of that make sense to you or resonate? Yeah, it definitely like, I, I will say that I agree with you on the fact that it's player led and it's mostly because like, are thanks to social media i know social media brings a lot of bad i know but like thanks to social media we're able to post and we're able to show our personalities Sid- sydney is the from vegas is the funniest person you'll ever meet and following her on instagram and her getting to get whoever she got to come and say that i'm gonna sing the national anthem at y'all's games next year it's just stuff like that we're able to kind of like reach out and put ourselves out there or on the flip side like i'm able to attract people off of like just being me a nice person people like reach out to me and like I'm like oh well then I play basketball here so you should come to a game so it's just stuff like that like Capella Gray is a big singer in New York and I love his music and I met him at the Top Shot event like I'm like oh my god it's freaking Capella Gray so I freak out and I'm able to like talk to him and reach out and now we're trying to plan for him to come to a game so it's stuff like that where it's like we're able to put ourselves in that out there in that situation to bring people to our game. So I do believe that it is player-led, and I'm happy that we're able to um, kind of expand our game like that, where it's like we're, now we're going to be looking like the NBA games where they have all these famous people sitting across watching us. Like, Whenever the game gets to that, we'll have a great, great time. <laughs> That's the goal. I mean, that yeah. is that is the goal. I know Benajah still has this dream that Beyonce will be <laughs> Holding her jersey. You saw Beyonce. The only WNBA jersey you see her pose is New York Liberty. So we're literally, we're, it's coming. I'm a believe in Benajah, and I feel like Benajah's going to make it happen. <laughs> I, I am very excited to cover when that happens because I'm sure yesterday you had a really interesting interaction with a young person who was so shy um, at mm-hmm. first. And just that idea of running into someone or meeting someone who you've looked up to for so long, the, the emotions that, that go with that. So I'm very mm-hmm. excited to see when that does happen for right. Delaney, the Beyonce. It's going to be a wonderful moment to capture. I don't bet on sports personally, but I happen to believe that it's crucial for the growth of women's sports, including women's basketball, of course. And I'm here to remind you that BetOnline is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every pro and amateur league out there, including what the line is for this Sunday's ACC battle between number five Notre Dame and number six Virginia Tech. How will Olivia Miles do against Elizabeth Kitley? We'll have to see. And if you love sports podcasts like ours, you can find those as well on BetOnline also. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. 
Bet Online, where the game starts. Now back to our show with Dee Dee Richards. So the the last big picture, couple of big picture ideas I want to hit with you are sort of about how this program can, I guess, become even better. Sort of what do you see for the future of this program now that you've sort of been in it? I mean, the, the league side of it, then also the team side, just marketing deals and this general idea in general, that was redundant. Where, <laughs> where does this need to go? Um, honestly, I'm like, I'm taking it step by step, just like the league. So if I, I don't really see how it can be better other than like more opportunities, like more opportunities being presented or being in a bigger room where I'm with somebody that can really make a change. And is not just talking about it. Like half the time, these people are just talking about, I'm a support, I'm a support, but it's like, I really want to be somewhere where I can make a change somehow. So whatever room that may be, I want to be in it, you know? So whenever we're able to be in those big rooms, sit at those big tables, I think that'll always make this entire situation, whether it be league marketing or the WNBA as a whole, I think that'll make it better as long as we're in that room. They have like a Trojan horse. Like they literally can throw any of us in one of those meetings and we're, we'll make a difference. You know, I think the W is a community where like we're filled with just intelligent women that are willing and we're all different. We're all di- like you can sit you can go to a different room for every player. Like every player has their own thing that they're passionate about that they want to do and they can bring that. So you put me in the fashion room, I bring all the fashion designers. You put Asia Wilson somewhere where with Sweetie and everybody, she brings all the rappers. And then you put somebody with the comedians, Sydney Cole with the comedians and she brings all the comedians. I just think we just all need to be put in a room where we can bring more people. Oh my God. Yes. That, that, oh Yeah. I love the Trojan horse metaphor. <laughs> I, I visualized it immediately. And as the nerd that I am, I very much so <laughs> enjoy the classics. I took Latin for four years in high school. Really? But in, yes. Um, the last thing I want to ask you before we go is something that I, I spoke to, to Fee about, and I think I even spoke to Benajah about, is just this idea of, how you approach the off season, looking at your game and as a player um, mm-hmm. when it comes to the workouts and also finding ways to emulate game speed. Cause I think that's something that we're talking a lot about, which is, mm-hmm. you know, the, the workouts are great and the skill development is great. But then there's a discrepancy between that and then when you get to training camp, making sure right. that transition is a bit smoother. So I guess f- from your standpoint, I'm curious how you're, I guess, attacking that part of it. Right. Um, I'm a that's a great question, because like. I think that's something that I battle at the same time. It's hard to kind of emulate a game situation when all you do is working out. That's why those girls that go overseas, they'll always have an advantage over me in that aspect where like you have you play, like you have games under your belt. And for me, if you think about it, I've sat for two years. I haven't played basketball for two years, technically, you know? So I think that's for me, something that I'm trying to learn to emulate. So this year, this off season, I've been doing a lot of one-on-ones, a lot of two-on-twos, like things where I can like kind of figure out some kind of game um and I'm gonna go home when I go home I go play pickup now like I was never a pickup girl like I hated pickup I hated camps like I didn't do that 
So I had to kind of get out of my comfort zone. And thanks to um, a guy that I used to talk to, he kind of forced me to get out of my comfort zone. He would be like, you're going to come to a gym with me and not work out. And I'm just like, well, I think it's weird. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to do that. I just never was that girl. I'm girly. I don't want to play basketball all the time. So like whenever I am not working out, I would like to be sitting over here watching, but he kind of forced me to get in pickups with guys. So I've started playing pickups with guys and just kind of getting my confidence. Like, I feel like once you decide, once you are able to be in a situation, an uncomfortable situation that you don't like and like own it, then I feel like that's when you become like who you really think you're going to be. And for me, I was never able to put myself in those positions. I didn't want to. I don't like being uncomfortable. And now I am learning that you got to be uncomfortable to grow. So I'm trying to do that now. And so hopefully next year I have a better showing um, and I'm healthy. So I think that's my biggest thing this offseason is to just be stronger and to be on the court. I love that. I love that. I mean, that's that's a human thing, getting comfortable with being uncomfortable. Absolutely. Well, thank you for making Locked On Women's Basketball your first listen every day. We want to thank mm-hmm. Richards for joining us. Join us tomorrow where our show on the WNBA draft continues, where Hunter Cruz will do a film breakdown with Charisma Osborne. But for your next listen, check out Locked On Sports today. The biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. So wishing you all, our listeners, a great weekend. This is Jackie Powell and Dee Dee Richards signing off. Thank you.